Well, hello, everybody. This is Michelle. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. So today is uh, Thursday, so it's a Thursday Thinker episode. And today we are joined by my good friend, John Mullins. Um, He is a fellow John Maxwell team member. I met him several years ago, and he and I have had a chance just to kind of connect here and there. And uh, we both love to talk big ideas. So I'm really excited to have John with us today. John, thank you so much for joining us. Um, go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks for having me, me, Michelle, and I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, just having a conversation with you today. Yeah, awesome. So uh, the question we always start out with, just so that people can, can learn about you, is uh, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, what, what's been your journey so far, um, and a little bit about where you are right now. Sure, absolutely. Um, it's certainly been a journey. Um, let's see, I'm, I'm going to be 38 years old next year, and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, I've definitely have had quite the experience in, in life, uh, both good and bad. Uh, but I grew up in, a, in, in Ohio, um, born and raised uh, Buckeye uh, in the Buckeye State, but I grew up in a, in a big family. I'm one of five, and, you know, I have a twin sister. We are number four and five, so immediately growing up, I definitely had that uh, sense of family value growing up throughout, and then my dad was a, um, he was a plumber pipe fitter, and so I got to kind of travel around uh, whenever he would do different jobs or connect with people. He kind of taught me that skill set of communicating, connecting, and, and the difference, uh, as well as a good work ethic. And so grew up and um, went to a great high school, had a great team, played, played sports, and had some really co- great coaches in my life that really made a big difference on, on me and where I'm at today. Um, but joined the, joined the U.S. Coast Guard right out of high school. And it's uh-huh. funny because, like I said, I grew up in Ohio, and I wanted to join the military to get out of Ohio, and they put me right back in Cleveland, Ohio. And I was like, come on, ah. what's, what's this about? <laughs> but it was great. Uh, you know, my, my first unit, was uh, it was a wake-up call for me, and it's probably where uh, my interest for leadership development and what a leader really means. Um, mm-hmm. I just had a, a, a bad example of a leader that was just flying by the seat of his pants, um, really had no business being in a leadership position, especially over a bunch of 20-year-olds who had just signed up to be in the service. And, and yeah. you know, they're looking to serve and be a part of a team. And, you know, it, uh, it really left a big impact on me because I saw the, I saw the impact of when you're a poor leader, you're going to get poor results. But when you get a great leader, you're going to get great results. And I, start, and I saw that immediately. And so I, I, from there, I went uh, out to Oklahoma. Um, it's funny because I was like, which is another world, great coast, place for the Coast Guard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing in Oklahoma? Um, but I had, I had got, I'd gotten married to the girl I was, I was uh, dating in high school and I was young and dumb and, and living in sin and not, um, I didn't know what I was getting into. And sure enough, two years later, uh, we divorced and it was just, you know, when you're unequally yoked, uh, you know, it's like, it took me a long time to figure this out. I don't know why, but maybe the the Oklahoma blood, eventually I figured out what a yoke was, but when you have two steer and a yoke, 
And if one is unequal or stronger than the other, it's going to pull in one direction and someone's going to pull in another. And eventually you're going to like go your separate paths. And it took me a while to learn that, but I think going through a, a divorce at such a young age, I definitely learned it. And so, um, got out of the Coast Guard in, in 20, in 2006 and to pursue school. And sure enough, a year later, I, uh, I, I came back in and I deployed overseas. Uh, and I got to, you know, go all over Iraq and Kuwait and all those countries and got to really serve and really felt like um, this is why I joined the military, to serve something bigger than myself. And um, stayed on active duty for a number of years and from there I moved to Virginia. And uh, they had a great school here. It was a Christian university, Regent University, and, and uh, pursued my undergrad in leadership development. And I started, I started really making all the connections. And why was I so passionate and, under, you know, creative and curious about leadership? And, and all that kind of came to, uh, you know, fruition once I got into school. And at the time, I think I was, you know, in my 20s. And I was like, all right, this is, this is making sense. And so then in 2011, um, John Maxwell and Mark Cole, who is now the CEO of the John Maxwell Enterprise, uh, was at Regent University doing a lunch and learn. And they were talking about this idea of a certification program. And this is before the mm -hmm. JMT even had a name. And so, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this sounds awesome. This sounds great. But, and then I saw the price, the, the price of it. I was like, yeah, no way. Yeah. And so, yep. yeah. Yep. And then from there. It's an investment I, for sure. It's a huge investment. And now that I've been a part of the JMP for seven years, I, I can say, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it. You are worth it. And um, it took me a couple of years, but a friend of mine went through the course and she got certified. She came back. She went to Guatemala and she was like, John, you have to do this. And so I saved up money and I made the investment. And I joined in 2013, but then in 2014, I started grad school. And I went to grad school for organizational leadership, and I took an emphasis in coaching and mentoring. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take what I'm learning through the John Maxwell team and from Regent University, which is a Christian university. And I was like, I'm going to marry these two together and see and study it. I And and I enjoy, I my numbers two strengths and strength finders is learner. And I love school. Mm -hmm. I love research. I love interviewing people. Um, it's just something that I just, I mean, I graduated with nearly a 4.0 from grad school. So it's just like, I, I really enjoy it. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to that, which is funny because in high school, I, you wouldn't hear me saying this. And, um, but um, it was, it was just a lot of fun. And I made that investment. I started studying it and I was like, what, what and I made that connection between when you serve others, you get a better product. And when you put other yeah. people before yourself, especially when you're in a leadership position, which you and I both know that leadership is influence, you're going to get a much better result. And and thinking back through all these stories that I've been writing and developing, I, I started to make the connection and find that that golden thread between all of these experiences and why I suddenly not suddenly, but why I've had this curiosity towards leadership because I was living it throughout my entire yeah. adult life, you know, from getting married and making a poor decision to the, uh, 
you know, to the, some of the people and organizations I was working with, it, it was just like light bulb. And so yeah, I joined it there. It all came together. It all started coming together. And I continued through grad school. And um, I came, I was in Miami at the time. And I was coming off active duty. And I was looking for a job. And I applied for this job in D.C. who wanted, uh, it was with an agency. And they wanted to create a coaching culture within their, their, their employee engagement program. And I was like, perfect. I flew up there, interviewed. And they was like, oh, this guy's this guy good. They took, looked over my resume, and they were like, what do you know about coaching? I was like, what do you want to know? And so <laughs> they were just very curious about the John Maxwell team and his, his, his tribe and his, his certification. And so I took the job after, you know, tr- you know, trying to make sure that decision was the right one. And, but I took it, and immediately it was the right one. I knew it. From day one, I had a great um, – I had a great experience there. I had a great boss that I still talk to today. Uh, amazing woman that I would follow anywhere. She was Christian. She was a big thinker. It was kind of like the, the, this conversation that we're having today. It was kind of like doing yeah. that every day, you know. So it was just like it was great. Um, but being in being in D.C. at that time, I, I'd been there. For a total of a few years, uh, and I was starting to get burnt out in the culture. Um, and this whole time, you know, I, I from the time I got divorced at 22 to 37, I was single, and I was just like really just trying to focus on on John and 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 figure out who I was. And and uh, you know, at the same time, I was still making you know, I, it's not that I didn't want to be married, but I was just I wanted the right one. I didn't want to make that, yeah. that same mistake again. And um, but I was getting burnt out on D.C., and a I, 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 Coast Guard called me up and said, hey, we need to come down. Would you be willing to come back down to Virginia? We have this project, um, and we think you'd be great at it. Well, um, anytime a detailer or assignment officer calls you and says they think you'd be great at it, they probably don't know you very well because I took the job, mm-hmm. and I, I landed myself from a very great environment to a very toxic environment. And for the next two years, I just hated life. Um, it was a lot of split shifts, working, you know, two, two, two days on, working 60-plus hours a week, and some working nights. And I was just like, this is just not me. And yeah. the, the biggest problem at the time, I went from being a, a, a chief in the, in the Coast Guard to a, G, a senior GS in the government, and then I, I got my commission, and I, it's kind of taken a demotion because you're mm. you're going from a, a enlisted position down to a junior officer, and, and you know it's most junior officers in the military are 22 years old and they don't know anything. They're not you know 35 experience. with yeah. experience and two degrees and all this experience, and so that kind of I had to learn how to navigate that, especially when I was working for people younger than me or not experience working with people to my caliber. And it was, it was just frustrating. And so, um, but something cool happened out of that one day in church on Sunday night, uh, my wife caught my eye and I was like, who are you? And I went right up to her, which is not like me because I'm an introvert. And I was like, hi, I'm John. And, um, that turned into a, a date about a month and a half later because she got sick. She went on leave, and I was like, "Is she ever going to come back?" 
And um, but then she came back, and and we finally ended up going out on a date. And not three months later, actually, I would say less than a month later, I knew she was the one I was going to marry. And um, in April, I asked her dad to marry if I could marry her, and we got engaged in Venice, or no, in Florence, Italy, because her dad's a missionary. We went over there to visit, and I was like. I'm going to Italy to vent, to finish uh to with her. I was like, I gotta do this right and so we got That's right. we got engaged. Yeah, we got engaged in Florence and uh married in October up in your home state. Yes. Up in yep. Michigan. I do remember seeing those photos and it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and so since then, um, thank you. Since then, uh, I had another decision, major decision to make at the time because it's like, you know, this wasn't part of my plan, um, even though it was because, you know. But anyway, um, D.C. was calling me back, and they said, hey, we want you back. There's this great project. We're giving you – we'll give you a promotion and all this. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be a geobass for my first year and live in D.C. and commute from Virginia Beach and – I was like, I actually want to enjoy my first year of marriage. I've been wanting this. And so my wife, she's like, John, all you talk about is people and working with people and coaching and training. Why don't you, you know, bet on yourself and, and start your own business? She's like, I've got you. I, we can do this. And at the time, I had saved up, you know, it's, it's one of the things I always tell people in transition is put money away, put money away. And plan for this. And so I was like, you know what? Why not? And so um, I did it. And so I, I resigned from the government job and I came off active duty and I was like, I'm just going to do me and go after this dream. And yeah. it's been a year and it's been it's been a pretty awesome journey. So I, I'm just always fascinated with people and their stories. And, and just like any other successful person you talk to, there is a journey. So there's ups and downs, ups and downs all oh, yeah. the way throughout. So what do you think, in your opinion, has been the thing that helped you be the most successful in all of those ups and downs? Um, you know, I would have to say my 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 strong sense of my family value. Um, I have a very tight family. I have three sisters and a brother and my parents. They just celebrated their 47th anniversary. And so I have, there's not a week goes by that I, that I don't talk to them. And so whenever I have big decisions um, like that, you know, when I'm in those ups and downs, they're, they're the first people I call. Um, um, other than, you know, God, um, and yeah. praying to him and, and, you know, praying that I'm actually making some of these decisions right and getting me through these ups and downs. Yeah. I, I think that that is so important, especially you, you had said that, you know, some of your obviously learner is a big strength for you and relator. So, so having those relationships is really important. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm just curious, you know, many people would look at your story and say, oh, my gosh, I mean, you've had success that most people don't have, you know, even from your the start of having this really tight-knit family and then the military and a D.C. job and, you know, on and on and on. And and so it's I think it's some kind times, um, I don't know, people look at, at those of us who are having, quote, unquote, success, and they think I can't do that, right? 
um, or they're so high up above me I could never do that. But really, in essence, what you've talked about is just being plugged in and engaged in whatever opportunities come your way in life and trying to, to make those, I guess, navigating decisions. So with all of that in mind, where are you going now? Like, what's the next thing for you? You know, um, up until probably the last few years, I've been so focused on really developing my skills as a coach and really building my business as a coach. And it's been, uh, honestly, it's been, it's been slow. Um, and it's not, I'm not where I, I'm not, where I'd like to be as far as having the clients and having fixed, you know, having where I thought I'd be. And I know it's a process. I know it's a journey. Yeah. And, um, but here, here recently, I just had this, um, just in the last few weeks, I've had the speaking opportunities um, where people have been asking me to kind of share my story and share some lessons and I've uh, been getting up on stage and being invited to some like, organizations I was like I have no business being here and then I do it and I was like wow that was that was amazing and so it was, fun, right? um, it was fun and I was just like man there's there's something to this and I started like getting I just started noticing this excitement it's like man there's something there's something about this I brought my wife to one of the events and she afterwards she was like John you did really good and and I was just like, you know, there's something, there's something here. And I, and I, so I, I'm just starting to pay attention to it. And I was like, you know, I think where I'm going with all of this is that even though I've been building my coaching business, um, where I want to, I think the direction I'm going to be taking it now is instead of coaching, you know, one-on-one or groups, is starting to teach people how to coach or teach people, you know, the differences between coaching and mentoring and you know, it doesn't have to be on a big, big stage, but, you know, working with companies and, and leaders in the, in the aspect of, hey, let's have a roundtable discussion or get your people together and let's talk about how we can improve ourselves um, either here at work, in our life, in our church, wherever, and helping them in, in that aspect. And so I'm really excited about this new sense of um, excitement that I've just noticed yeah. in the last few weeks. That's awesome. So again, just another key to success is this idea of, you know, yeah, you've, you've had a quote unquote successful life, but you're not done. You're looking no. for what's the next thing I can learn and where can I grow? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I think for probably the last year and even when I was doing coaching on the side, it was like, why isn't this taking off? But kind of reflecting back, it's like I was learning at that time. I was learning how yeah. I was going to be applying this. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, there's, all, there's a reason and purpose behind it all. But, you know, sometimes you don't, you don't see it as, as yeah. clearly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you, John, for sharing your story. I so appreciate it. Um, I, so I'm going to go into my little teaching time here that I typically do with okay. folks, and then we'll, we'll go ahead okay. and conclude. So um, okay. for those of you who have just listened to John's story, so there's really two big main ideas that pop out to me. Um, so the first one is this idea. We talk a lot about where do you get your knowledge from. So John, of course, has had uh, – he's got a couple degrees. But notice he didn't go out and get his degrees and then go do something. The degrees came when they needed to come, right? 
Um, he also put himself into a position, uh, you know, joining the Coast Guard very young, learned a ton there. Um, but then also the, the one thing that popped up several times was this idea of learning from other people. And not just learning from the people who help you, you know, make your decisions or the people that you think you would learn from, but also learning from, let's say, uh, a boss who might struggle in their own leadership development, right? So, so really understanding you can gain a lesson from that. So rather than kind of getting stuck in this place of, of uh, maybe complaining about your, your position at work, really saying, hmm, what could this teach me? Okay, um, and then, of course, just plugging into groups of people who are going to help John um, to, to raise up his coaching business, his speaking business, really build on the previous lessons that he's had in the past. So when we're talking about where does your knowledge come from, again, and I know I, I feel like I say this every week, but I feel like I need to say it every week, um, it is not necessary for you to go and get a degree to do something great in life, and you can get a degree and do something great in life. <laughs> so really it just depends on, you know, where are you getting your knowledge from and how is it going to help you grow, okay? And then another idea that really shines through in John's story, and just because I know John, I, I know that this is important, um, he's a relator, so relationships are really, really important. Um, he talks a little bit about how, uh, you know, he, he joined a church, he joined some, some Bible studies, he has friends that, that have been um, supportive in his past, that when he has a decision to make, he, he goes and he talks to those people. Um, now that he's married, he, you know, takes counsel from his wife. So really, when John is making decisions, he's not just making a decision, you know, very quickly and going with whatever he thinks in the moment. So do you catch this kind of drift that, that what he's been able to do is take all of his experiences throughout life and really come to the position where making a decision he knows these are my go-tos. So I'm going to trust in my faith, I'm going to pray first, and then I'm going to, um, you know, how do I feel about this? And then who's going to help me make this decision? So you see how that's not like a snap thing? You know, there are times when we make snap decisions, but the big things in life, we need to just kind of take a step back, take a breath, and ask our people, the right people, not any people, the right people, because John didn't say anything about jumping on Facebook, asking everybody what, what he should do in his business, right? <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. You ask the right people the questions about your business and your future. Um, and so, so these ideas of faith, um, people, and, and learning from anybody, anywhere, and anything um, have really shined forth in, in John's story about success. And John, I, again, I just so appreciate you spending time sharing your story with us. Um, thank you for being with us here today. Oh, I, I loved it. You know what? I, I really did. And you know what? I I, uh, if I can just add something to this real quick is, you know, sometimes it is, I've been taking copious notes this whole time. And some of the stories that I shared with you today, I have not shared like with many people. And, and sometimes I just, you know, forget that there's so much value in our stories. 
And, yeah. you know, there's something about sharing our story. And sometimes when you share your stories like that, it unlocks things. So I encourage everyone listening to the call is, you know, find, go find your why. Go find, share a story with somebody. And, you know, you'd be surprised what you may learn about yourself when you're sharing it. Yeah. Hey, and, and great plug. I mean, if anybody out there listening wants to do one of these um, sessions with me, I would highly recommend just let me know. Um, so you can email me at michelle at growbyone.com, and I would love to interview you. Do it. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. I, I don't take it lightly that you um, stay and you listen to these podcasts. So thank you so much. Um, and with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.